What's up, everybody? Paplin here, and welcome to episode 1,255 of Ask Pat 2.0. And also, welcome to 2023. Happy New Year to you and your families. I hope everybody's well. And we got a great episode today. In fact, we're starting the year with a plethora of Where Are They Now episodes. These, the feedback we've been getting has just been so incredible from bringing people back on the show who had once been coached here to talk about how things have gone how things have progressed, the things that they took action on and what has happened since. And today we're talking with another person who's been on the show before, Dr. Kimmy Reynolds. And this is an amazing story. Dr. Kimmy was here in episode 1183. So definitely a couple of years ago. And she had a couple brands, Productivity on Purpose, as well as the Dr. Coach School. And it was amazing because she was at a crossroads at the time. And in fact, we'll just have the beginning of this episode remind you about where she was at and what was going through her mind at this time. And then the huge decision that she made and how it all panned out. So here she is, Dr. Kimmy Reynolds. You can check her out again at thedoctorcoachschool.com. I didn't mention the other one. Why? You'll hear. Here we go. Dr. Kimmy, welcome back to Ask Pat. Thanks so much for uh, coming back on with me today. Oh man, I'm so excited to talk to you, catch you <laughs> up on all the things. <laughs> oh, I need to know all the juicy details. Before we get to that though, for maybe people who are listening to this who didn't hear you previously on the show, can you remember where you were at the last time you were on and what you were up to and maybe the biggest takeaways from our conversation and then we can go from there. Absolutely, I remember exactly where I was. So I am a <laughs> physician, I was working a full-time job, but I had started my coaching business the prior year and I was in this place when we met where I had a low ticket membership where I was helping women overcome procrastination because that was my story. I had like overcome procrastination and changed my life. And I wanted to help women do that. And I was struggling to sell it. I really wasn't able to communicate the value. And then even the members who were there weren't really showing up to the call. So they also weren't getting the value. So there was that. And then I had a higher ticket program where I was helping other women doctors create their own businesses. So launch their own podcasts, start their own coaching businesses. And so I was at this point of like, what do I do? Do I, you know, try to go all in on the low ticket thing? And cause I thought, well, I want to help more people, right? I want to, I was like, you know, the quote unquote bleeding heart and I don't want to leave anyone behind. So that was kind of the focus of our conversation versus I had created like at that point, that was my first like five-figure month. I'd made like $50,000 in a, in a month in revenue. And so what do I do? And you basically, <laughs> it was a rude awakening where you were basically like, you know, I want you to think about, you know, how many more people you'll be able to help if you focus and you narrow down and you're, you really call in those people. And if you you know, just let the membership go. And I didn't want to do that, Pat. I was, I was very yeah, I know. <laughs> I remember that actually. It's, it's hard because it's, it's counterintuitive to say, I'm going to help more people by helping less people. Yes. I didn't get it. <laughs> so what happened after that call? What were, what were some of the actions that you took? So I immediately called my assistant and I said, let's do this. Let's go all in. Like, I'm going to ignore what Pat says and I'm going to go all in on the membership. Just one more time. One more time. We just see what happens. And then if it doesn't work, I'm I'm just going to burn it all to the ground. And like, I, I did this thing where I tried to launch and I was like, I'm going to just really get out there and sell this program. And I didn't sell any. 
And again, the ladies in the program just weren't able to experience the full transformation that I would have wanted for them. And meanwhile, in this other program, they're achieving massive success with like starting their podcasts and launching their businesses. So I made the decision like maybe three weeks or a month later, and I shut it all down. I just completely closed the membership and it was hard. It was a hard decision, but I just went for it. And I I had, by that point, what you said to me was becoming very clear and apparent that I was going to help more people by helping less people. And I just decided to go all in on that. I just decided, you know what? What if Pat's right? Let's just go for it, right? I tried the other thing. I went for that. Didn't work. Let's go all in on helping less people, charging them more, but like really seeing them through to the transformation. Thank you for sharing that. I know that it could be tough to admit sort of like a failure like that sometimes, but it, it actually wasn't a failure, right? I love how you were just like, you know what? Like, let me just make sure that this is not going to work like I thought it was going to work, right? Let's revalidate that totally did it. It totally bombed. But you know what? Now you are you can put that out of your mind and go all in on this, which is what you know you need to do. So, okay, you decide to go all in on helping the other physicians build their business and brands. What did going all in on that mean? Like, what, what does that entail? I just doubled down on spending a lot of time thinking about my person. Who is she? What is she struggling with? What is she thinking? What is she feeling? What is she believing about what's possible for her? And I was able to do that now because I was only speaking to one person as opposed to before when I was speaking to, you know, procrastination and do you want to start a business? So I was able to get really granular and understand who she was and start speaking to her. What does she desire? What does she want? What does she want her life to look like? And just that alone, I, again, started just calling in people. They just started coming. And it was funny because they were already there, but I wasn't speaking to them. I wasn't sharing with them exactly how I could help them. And it happened like almost, I don't want to say it was overnight because it was a very long journey to get to that point. But once I made that shift, I feel like my business literally exploded. I quit my job like my physician job, maybe three months or so after we recorded our episode. Wow. I quit my job. Now, I will say I initially transitioned to a non-clinical job. So I was still working, but I wasn't working in the hospital. I see. But then I quit that job <laughs> because, again, I saw that the it got to the point where my job was preventing me from making the money that I could make in my business and helping the amount of people I could make in my business. So I quit that job and now I'm full-time. I'm full-time in my business. I rebranded and all that time I spent thinking about her, really getting clear on exactly what she needs and desires and how I could help her. I launched a school for doctors. It's called the Doctor Coach School. So I specifically help women doctors and especially women doctors of color become what I call transformational coaches. So I teach them all within DCS how to sell, how to market, and how to coach because it's all about learning how to shift beliefs. And so I teach them how to do all of that, how to shift someone's beliefs to the point where they're they're seeing you online to becoming their client, to achieving that transformation all within the doctor coach school. And my business has just like 
the, the, the impact I'm able to have, the women that I'm able to help, the transformations that they're having, and then the downstream, they're helping their clients, they're able to quit their jobs if they want or practice medicine on their own terms. I mean, it's just it like night and day just from making the decision of going all in on one person. And now you're actually able to have an effect on more people through the people that you're serving this way, right? Exactly. Dr. Kimmy, first of all, just applaud to you for making that decision. A very tough one, right? To just go, yes. no, I'm going to I'm gonna walk away from this thing that I am passionate about that has affected my life and I know it can help others to go on, all in on this. So, so well done on that. And even just the way you speak about your clients, like her, the, the way you're talking about it right now really helps me understand that you really got in tune with who that person is and what she wants and, and what her desires are. And ask, like, answer me this question. Does the procrastination part of it come into that conversation as well? Yes! <laughs> yes! I knew it. There's like a whole module just on that because procrastination, perfectionism, is something that doctors uniquely struggle with because when we're in the clinic, when we're in the hospital, we have to get it right. It's a life or death thing. So oh, yeah. we do overthink things. And I mean, even in schooling, wanna... you're exactly, trained that way. Exactly. We want to see the entire roadmap before we get started. So it's so fascinating how... I'm still doing that work. I'm still doing that work. Just I bring it into the work that I'm doing with helping them build their businesses. And we're talking about it in the context of, you know, put that post up on social media, do the live video. Like, what are the feelings you're feeling that are holding you back? Let's like lean into like feel those feelings, but like do it anyway. So I'm still doing that work. So it's so funny because my brain was telling me that, oh, well, you're you're leaving people behind and you're shutting down. Like, like this is how you change your life and you're not going to help people in that way. But I'm still doing it. It's all inside of the coaching that I do because it's a universal struggle that we have. So it's funny how you asked that. It's like you knew that. I knew. <laughs> that was <part> I knew. <laughs> I knew. That's awesome. And I, I just, I want to thank you for taking action and for, for trying it out. You know, you were like, okay, I'll, I guess I'll listen to Pat and see what happens. And, and this is all you, you know, I'm just a guide, but you put in the action. Tell me about the rebrand. I know rebranding could also be a big struggle for some people who've maybe yeah. had a name for so long or had a domain for so long. Was that actually a hard thing to rebrand or, or was that actually easy for you? And, and what was all involved with that? You know, it actually wasn't hard. And here's why. I think it wasn't hard because I was approaching it from, again, what does she need? How can I best help her? And I knew that this was going to be, this school was going to be so transformative for her that it allowed me to, to put my own feelings about what well, I want to be attached to this name. And, you know, what are people going to say like about the fact that I'm changing my name? And, you know, I was able to put that to the side because again, I'm so in her head and thinking about her and how I can serve her. It allows me to step out of my own kind of spin cycle of overwhelmed drama, fear, you know, not that that's not there. I just, I bring those feelings with me, but because I'm so focused on her, I, I did it. And, you know, I did it super fast. People were like, what's happening? I just felt so convicted and so compelled that I know this is going to change her life. So it could have been like something where I spent months like figuring it out, but I just decided to get a little bit messy with the process, knowing that it doesn't have to be perfect, which is again, what I teach my clients, it doesn't have to be perfect, but 
just just go into it with the heart of love and service to her and it's all going to work itself out and i can still make changes i can still you know revise and iterate it doesn't have to be the final version right now i can just take those messy first steps so that's how i approach the the rebrand i shut down my old podcast started a whole new podcast i mean i just decided that it doesn't have to be you know exactly perfect i can just take those first few steps so well, good for you. I mean, that that's amazing. So DCS, that's the Dr. Coach School. Is yes. that the name of the podcast as well? Yes, the Dr. Coach School podcast, yes. Perfect. And website for anybody who's curious? The DrCoachSchool.com. Look at that. You got the branding down pat. I love that. Yes. <laughs> so how has the business now, maybe monetarily, you don't have to get specific, but I'm just curious, like, what does it look like now that you've been putting full focus into it? Yeah, so we've hit multiple six figures um, this year and we will do much more than that next year. You know, it's again, just being really focused on one person is so funny how you just you end up speaking to so many people when you're really just focused on one person. So yeah, I, I do feel like, I don't know if there's a point where we can, I can ask you another question about like something else. I'm still kind of struggling with a little bit. I think I feel so compelled and so just I know I can help her and my audience and and it's totally fine that I have a small audience a very small audience and I'm actually really okay with that but I do want to know how I can start at at one point just start getting the word out more because again I question I have this process that I have really honed in and I know it can help so many people and I see so many doctors especially with the pandemic, so many people are looking and searching for how can I practice medicine on my own terms or do something, use my skills in a different way. And I think I sometimes still struggle with figuring out how to get the word out there to as many people as possible. Or even if I need to do that, maybe I just stay small and that's okay. I'm not, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I mean, that's the first step is what do you want? I mean, you could build this incredible lifestyle business, still help a lot of people and be your best self mentally, physically, et cetera, which allows you to pour more into your clients and, and be good with that. But if you do have a draw and this sort of inherent desire to, to reach more people, that's okay too. You just have to listen to yourself. And, and I think that's big because a lot of people just grow because somebody else said that's what you should do or because we aren't used to the success and we're worried that it's gonna go away and then we try to hoard and we want as much as possible. So number one, have that conversation with yourself. And then what it is about is if you don't necessarily need to grow big, you just want something stable, then it's like, okay, let's optimize for stability. How can we bring these clients in and get them to continue to come back, right? How do we create something that is long lasting where I'll have a lifelong clients versus just trying to bring more and more people in from the outside and then you don't serve them as well, which can sometimes happen. So that's that's like step number one. But if you do wanna grow, there's a lot of things, especially when you nail who it is your person is and you know the messaging and you know the language, there's a number of different ways to share that on spaces where you can attract more people. First of all, how many people would you say are in your audience, like just roughly speaking? All together between like TikTok and Instagram, maybe like three to 4,000. Okay. And how many women doctors are out there that exist in this world? Oh, Lord. <laughs> could benefit from your... Millions. Millions, there's, right? There's so there, there's a lot of upside. in America alone, yeah. <laughs> right. 
Exactly. And all that to say, like, there is upside if you want it, right? In many cases, you niche down so hard and you, you, you're just at the top and there's nowhere else to go. But in your case, there's a lot more that could be had. And so how might you go and reach out to those people? A, is to find out where else those people exist and how do you provide value to those communities? They might be groups, they might be associations, you might be able to get on stages to speak in front of those women, for example. That's a great way to get your message out and have people be immediately attracted to you and your vibe and your vibe attracts your tribe, right? Mm -hmm. Number two, this is a little bit bigger of a task, but it is much more long-lasting, is something like a book. A book is an easy way to... You know, it's in some ways a calling card or, you know, a, a business card in a sense, but it also provides value. It also gets people introduced to the surface of what you have to offer. And if they want to go deeper with you, okay. And asking people to have access to a book or maybe you combine the two, you go to an event and everybody who attends gets access to your book. Well, now you're speaking in front of more people on a more scalable level and those things can be shared as well. I mean, could you do a TED Talk on this? perhaps? Yeah. Could you go into the doctor's association sort of programming and be on their stage? You might even get paid for that. Who knows? Could you do a book tour and invite these women who are doctors around the nation to, to come and meet you and, you know, um, discuss this with you and maybe get interested in your program, you know, and you should definitely mention your program inside your book. So those are just a couple quick hits on how you might be able to spread the message. I mean, I think another thing you could do you just have such a, an amazing personality. I think you should be on other podcasts, like make it a goal of yourself to share this valuable information for free to these other audiences that already exist. And I mean, yes, you're on a podcast today, but my podcast isn't specifically for doctors and or women, but you can get on these women-specific podcasts. You can get on these doctor or medical-related podcasts and still be able to provide value there. And again, just that brand awareness can begin to attract the right people your way. And so hopefully that helps and inspires you to, to think of one or two things. I mean, there, there are a million things you could do to grow. Pick one or two that match you and your personality and give you joy when, when you wake up in the morning and, and you really can't lose. That is really helpful because I think I've been so just like head down, focused, just, and I, I do feel that pull to want to help more women doctors. So I'm going to think about that. I like the idea of the book and the speaking. Yeah. And here's what I would do. And whether it's the book, the speaking, or, you know, a little smaller of a hurdle as these podcasts, tell the story of your women clients. What are they doing? Where did they come from? And what have they, get, what have they unlocked now? This is Donald Miller's story brand teaching. It's like your client is the hero of the story. You are the guide, right? And when you show up on these platforms or on stage or in a book, tell these stories of your women, of her, I mean, that's just going to bring people toward you without even having to sell anything because you are painting a picture that other people want from your own clients. I would really focus on that. And, and even right now, you can maybe start writing down or journaling who is in your clientele that has a really amazing story. And you can start to document that, pull that out and, and start telling that story in, in different ways. Maybe even on, on a TikTok, like, hey, let me tell you about Mary. She was here and she went through my program and look at her now. She's doing this. Oh, that makes sense. Now I'm attracted to you because you told the story of this woman. So that's so good. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. And so, you know, to finish off here, first of all, just very proud of you. Thank you for making those tough decisions and being an example for others who are also struggling with wanting to help too many people. I mean, it's, yeah. it's funny how 
that can be a negative because that's a great thing to help people. But when you niche down, the riches are in the niches, as you've probably heard me say before. Yes. <laughs> and I will probably use your story to support that in the future because you're a prime example of that. So so thank you so much, Dr. Kimmy. And one more time, where can people go to listen to you and to follow your journey? Yes. Well, thank you again, Pat, for just this opportunity and for all of the just coaching that you do here for me, but then also just on your platforms and you're just so generous. So thank you for, I appreciate for you. how you show up in the world. It's an inspiration to me. So my website is the drcoachschool.com. If you go there, you can find everything. You can find my Instagram page. You can find my podcast. We have some free trainings there as well. If you're thinking about starting your coaching business and you're like, where do I get started? It's all on the drcoachschool.com. So that's like your one-stop shop for everything DCS. Perfect. Thank you so, so much and have an amazing day and, and happy new year to you and your family. Thank you. Same to you, Pat. All right, I hope you enjoyed this conversation and catch up with Dr. Kimmy Reynolds. Again, you can find her at the drcoachschool.com. I love when people niche down and things just work out because I talk about it all the time, the riches are in the niches. And even though you're narrowing your focus and therefore the potential audience that you could have, you are actually amplifying your ability to help more people. And I cannot stress that enough. It's counterintuitive. And here she is, Dr. Kimmy, doing just that. And now she's going higher ticket with these items and, and bringing in the productivity stuff into it. It's just... It's just amazing. I love it. So congratulations. And we're going to catch up with her again in the future, I'm sure. Speaking of catch up, we have another catch up episode next week. So make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss that. And I hope this was a great one to start out your new year. And again, happy new year to you. And here's to you and your family, your health, your successful business. I look forward to hearing about it in the future. Till then, cheers, peace out and take care. I'll see you in the next one. And by the way, I don't think I've mentioned it here on Ask Pat yet, but maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I, I can't remember. But we had an incredible launch for the all access pass at the end of 2022. And if that's something you're interested in joining, you know, you could get our individual courses that cost $499, or you can get access to all of our courses and workshops, the community and the pathways through them, the help from Team SPI for just $59 a month, a low, low monthly price. And yes, we're losing money up front as a company as a result of that, but we think that we're gonna gain more in the long run because we're able to help and serve more people and help you realize that it's not just the content that you need. The content's always there and it's even more freely available now than anywhere just on the internet. What you need is the support and the community behind it, the accountability from others who are going along the ride with you. And we've been there before, we can help you. We've proven this with our communities and the hundreds of people who came in on All Access Pass. Just thank you so much. Smartpassiveincome.com slash all access to see that. And again, I'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Ask Pat at askpat.com. I'm your host, Pat Flynn. Our senior producer is David Grabowski. Our series producer is Paul Gregoris. And our executive producer is Matt Gartland. Sound editing by Duncan Brown. Ask Pat is a production of SPI Media. We'll catch you in the next session. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, 
we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.